Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the podcast. So today's episode, I figure we get back into bikes because I think it's important to sort of, you know, bust myths about bikers, about people who bike together um, and sort of what that means. Is there a process? How do you get involved? Um, what do these quote unquote bike clubs do? Um, so I think it's just important to know the distinction and to just sort of talk about how in Ontario there are a lot of different kinds of, of bike clubs. So I think that we can just jump right into it. Um, this is probably going to be my second last episode. Uh, and I mean, you know what, again, because this this podcast has no rules, that might not be the case. Like maybe after the next episode, uh, I'll decide to, you know, regale your ears with more content. Um, but I mean, just for now, I think that this episode and the next episode, it's a good way to just tie it up, um, tie up the topic. So that that's my plan. But you know what? With me, you never know. I'm full of surprises, y'all. So get ready. Okay. So I think I know I've like sort of left some teasers for you guys in the beginning of this podcast. So let's just jump right into it. So I guess I have a question for the listeners, and that question would be, have you guys ever sort of, you know, been driving and you see just a bunch of guys or girls on bikes and they're all wearing the exact same vest, as in there's the exact same insignia on their vest? on the back of their vest. So like they're whizzing by and you see on their back that they all have the exact same crest or the exact same insignia. So what that is, is that is what you call a bike club. Now in Ontario, we actually do have quite a quite a few bike clubs. Um, they all do different things. And I'll touch on a couple um, in this episode just because I work really closely with probably the biggest, I would say the biggest um, bike club in the GTA. I do a lot of work for them. Um, they're my really good friends. They do a lot of events. Um, they also have some really cool uh, merchandise that I think I'll just link in my extras part of my website so that you guys can check it out. Um, I also run their Instagram page. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's what it is, is a group of people who have said that, you know, they are going to dedicate their time to each other, to the bike community, to riding together. It's basically like another family, you know. So I think the cool thing about it is that you sign up for what they call um, a brotherhood. I know that's sort of a very antiquated term, especially, you know, 2020, where some people, you know, have, they're non-binary, they're two-spirited, whatever. But that's sort of what this is. It's sort of a throwback to an old school way of life where you kind of just have open road and you just ride with your people. 
and there's really no cares in the world, you know. And I think the media has sensationalized this type of group because of shows like Sons of Anarchy, for example, where they show a bunch of bikers just doing whatever they want, willy-nilly, breaking laws, hurting people, you know, <laughs> setting things on fire, um, you know, the violence. So I think that the media has made it possible for people to fear these types of groups when in reality, they kind of serve an opposite purpose. So there's a, a riding club that I, so sorry, a bike club. So there's, there's a different types of bike clubs and usually what they're called is riding clubs, RC for short. So I work with an RC. They're they're called Out to Ride and they're a charity bike club. And what that means is they put on events and the proceeds, part of the proceeds from these events go to a charity that they pick. So sometimes what it is is they just have they pick so for example, they've picked a charity called Nova's Ark in Durham region. And what this charity does is they do animal therapy for different types of behavioral issues for children. This has been their running charity for probably a, a few years now. Um, so what they do is they'll run an event, for example, every year they have their biggest charity event at one of the um, bike dealerships in Durham. And they have that space in the parking lot They do raffles, they sell food, there's a bike wash, there's a car wash, uh, there's a DJ, there's events for children, and basically you can make a donation, you can buy some merchandise, you can have a hot dog, hamburger, whatever. So all of those proceeds that they make from this charity day, they call it, part of it will go to the charity of choice. And this is what I mean by a charity riding club and now they're doing amazing things giving back to the community but I think because of you know what the media has portrayed quote-unquote bikers as if you saw them riding down you know the 401 let's say in a pack I think some people would be nervous because there's quite a few of them there's about 30 of them so if they're all riding together and you see them in your rear view and they they're you know a pack and they're whizzing by you i i think you know people get nervous but there's really i'm i'm here to bust that myth like there's absolutely nothing to be scared of it's just a group of people with like-minded interest doing what they love it's really no different than let's say you know um an older bunch of of europeans playing bocce or play or lawn bowling you know what I mean or you know let's say conservationists there's a group of conservationists and they're going out into the hydro field and they're they're saving some plants it's really the same thing it's just this you know comprises of a bunch of people riding motorcycles so obviously I understand that there's a a a factor of fear when you see a group like that but Honestly, they're the friendliest people. Uh, If you were to ever go to these events, you would see, like, you would see how much they care about the community, how much they always give back. So, I mean, that's one of the events that they they do. There's another event, which is 
my favorite event personally, and that is they their back to school charity event, which they hold usually at the end of August every year, and it's usually held at some type of food venue. Usually, it's in Pickering,、um, and what it is is people bring backpacks full of school supplies, and they give those away to schools in need. So schools will reach out and say, you know what, we're in a high,、um, you know, high area of poverty or of people who are at low income, and they'll reach out and the this riding club out to ride, they will supply whatever backpacks that they've received as donations. And last year, I think they received almost five hundred backpacks full of school supplies for children. Like that's amazing. You have a group of people who basically just use their contacts, their own contacts, use social media, and they put on this event. And people come with hundreds of backpacks, and they give those out. And you know what? You you can't even imagine sort of what kind of relief parents feel when they are able to send their kids to school with all the supplies they need to be successful. If you can't afford it, do you know what I mean? So, I think it's one of those things that the the media doesn't cover these things. You know what I mean? They just cover sort of gangs and you know groups of people thinking that they're causing trouble, but in reality, like they're doing really good things for the community and they're giving back all the time. So, I just I really feel like it's important to talk about these things, it's just for the simple fact that. You know, there's really nothing to be scared of, other than <laughs> there's just a group of them, and they're just they're they're just riding by you. Like they're not here to cause trouble. They're not here to stop traffic. Like they're just getting from point A to point B, just like you are. You know, so it it's nice if you know if you see that, give them a wave. Like they love that. They'll wave right back at you. You know, and there's other types of RCs in Ontario that do a bunch of different things. Um, there is an RC called、um, Save the Children, and what they do is they have rides and they donate to organizations that help children who have been sexually abused or abused.、Um, they do a lot of work with with that segment of the population that, unfortunately, it still exists and. These kids need help, and even the the guardians and the the parents need help. Sorry, they're called guardians of the children.、Um, so, and and the good thing about these groups is that you can actually find them on social media, and you can you know read up about them. You can even contact them to see how you can get involved. So. If there's something that's sort of close to your heart, the chances are is that there's going to be an RC that does <laughs> that. You know, there's、uh, chances are there's going to be an RC that is involved in something that is close to your heart, and they're always looking for help. They're always looking for donations. They're looking for volunteers. You know, so it's something that's really easy to get involved with,、um, and you know, it's it's doing a good deed. It's doing a good thing. For yourself, but also for your community. So I think it's just really important to note that there's lots of different RCs doing lots of different things, 
And the one thing that ties them all together together is that they're helping the community. <clears throat> so now you might think, okay, so let's say I'm someone who wants to become a member of one of these RCs. Like, what would that entail? So there is sort of a hierarchical process here. Um, and there's sort of different levels of involvement. So in order to sort of become involved in these RCs, you have to sort of start as what they call a hangaround. So what a hangaround does is someone who comes to the events, someone who comes to sort of rides, you know, if there's usually a lot of places in, in the GTA that bikers meet up at as a starting point. Um, it's you just sort of show up to one of those places and you start talking to people and, you know, you see what they're about. You sort of put out feelers and part of the hangaround phase is supporting the events and coming to rides um, because, you know, RCs do a bunch of different rides. You know, they do rides for people in their own groups who have unfortunately passed away or they do rides at anniversary rides. They do memorial rides. So there's there's actually a lot of different ways um, to get involved at the hangaround phase. And it's just sort of showing your interest in a in a club and showing them that you can be reliable and that you um, genuinely are looking to be a part of something bigger than yourself so I think it's just putting in that interest and showing showing a group of people that you would like to become um you know more than just friends it's like becoming a family so you know that process is the first step is making yourself known you know coming to events supporting um doing rides and things like that with the actual uh, RC that you are looking to join and then from there they can decide whether or not they want to take you on um, the next phase of that would be to be a prospect and what a prospect means is that you are now showing the club that you are willing to do whatever it takes to be a part of the club so you know these things range from from, you know, small things like actually working at these events. So, you know, let's say someone needs to man the barbecue for the day. That would be sort of a prospect's job. And, you know, if someone, if a member calls you and asks you to, to help them out, you help them out. You know, it's it's almost like you are showing that you're showing your worth. Like you're putting in the work so that they know that they can rely on you if they need something. You know, it's it's the same thing as, you know, like if, if your sister asked you to help you out with something, like you wouldn't deny her if you if you had, you know, a choice. Like obviously if you were busy or you had, you know, you couldn't find a babysitter for your kid, like those are different circumstances. But if you're available and you're free, like there's no reason why you wouldn't help her. So this is the same kind of situation. And, and at the prospect level, you get a, a riding vest, whatever vest that they've chosen. Usually it's leather, you know. And at that point, you you get a vest and you get a vest with the club's name on it and um, a prospect patch that just says prospect on it. So that other riding clubs know that you belong somewhere. And that you are in the process of becoming a full member. And they call it a full patched member because you get 
a patch of whatever the insignia of the RC is. And I'll leave this information too in my extras. I'll leave some um, Instagram links of some of the clubs that are available in Ontario. So just so that you can see the different types of clubs. Um, there's also all-female clubs. Like it's It's actually a really interesting dynamic and it's an interesting um, world that sort of gets a bad rap. I think, from a lot of different media outlets and a lot of different people who don't understand the lifestyle. So there, and, and obviously, you know, there's really no time frame here of being a hangaround or being a prospect. Like every RC has their own set of rules on that. Um, it's basically up to certain members that are higher up to decide whether or not you're sort of ready and you know some clubs take votes from their members like whether or not they should move someone to the next level like for example if a prospect is is ready to move to becoming a full patch member sometimes they require members to vote on it so it's a process that involves all of the full patch members because they've put in their time and they've you know they've done the work so they should also be able to vote on who will be coming into their family and who they think would be a good fit for the family so it's really it's a really interesting dynamic in in the sense that it is a family you you know it's not family by blood but it's family in every other sense of the word so once you you've proven yourself as a prospect and that again every club has sort of their different definition um it could really mean you know setting up and tearing down certain you know events that that your club is running and you know just really being enthusiastic and energetic about helping out and showing that you really care about the you know the people in the group like those those things go a really long way and those are the types of things that you, that the clubs are looking for to make sure that you know these the person that's trying to enter the club is a good fit and that they will be willing to you know be there and be reliable um for for the club as a as a family unit so it's really nice to see sort of that type of camaraderie just because you know in a digital age where cell phones and texting and stuff is so prominent it's just nice to see sort of the old school side of things and like that type of relationship doesn't really exist anymore in my opinion so I love seeing this type of family come together and you know do something really good for the community and and you know for charities and and that type of thing you know because giving giving back is always super important you know no matter what life phase you're in you know whether or not you can afford it sometimes you can give back just by giving your time it doesn't have to be monetary you know so i think it's just important that that be known so once you become um, a prospect and you're voted on and, and whatnot and you are awarded with your full patch that goes that now goes on to the back of your vest so every member, full patch member, has the exact same vest on the back where the patch is. Like, that's the crest. Every, so everyone knows you guys are together. 
you're a part of something no one can mistake you and on the front of the vest it usually will say the riding club name um and some some members have a nickname so you can put um a, pa- a little patch a name patch some clubs have um sort of what your ethnicity is um so it really depends on on the riding club itself but they all have different things they can put on the front other than um the their club name all vests will have a club name and then on the back will have the crest so the patch of the club so every club has that and that sort of doesn't change other things can change um in terms of pla- placement of you know let's say nickname badges or flags um but the patch and the riding club name is always there so you know i just wanted to take this episode it's probably going to be a quick one but i just wanted to take this episode to just you know debunk that myth that you riders who a group of riders or a gang or like they're hooligans and don't get me wrong there are a lot of riders who who do ride very aggressively and they look like hooligans and they do you know dumb shit on the 401 on the roads i've seen it but for the most part when you are riding with a club and you have a patch on your back it's one of those things that you are representing not only yourself at this point but you're representing the club and most of clubs do not want that type of bad rap or that kind of heat so you know likelihood is is that there's just one-offs who are bad riders just like there are one-offs who are bad drivers you know it's the exact same thing you know you see people sometimes drag racing like yeah you'll see that for riders too but like majority of people ride safe just like majority of people drive safe you know what i mean so i feel like they're just not bikers are not different from people who drive cars it's just their their mode of transportation has two wheels and cars have four wheels and it's a cage you know like you're you're boxed in this aluminum whatever you know if you get into an accident the likelihood of you being okay is is very high whereas if you get into an accident on a bike there is really no bike accident that ends well let's just put it that way you know so i just want sort of people to understand um that bike clubs rcs they're not gangs they're not dangerous you know they're just out here all sharing a commonality and a hobby that they love and enjoy and can't normally do it for the majority of the year like other places in the world it's riding climate all year round for example california california you can ride from january to december everything in between you're good to go because it's usually dry and it's warm even in the winter but because in toronto like in ontario canada it's just winter is so long here i think that's also what gets people riled up is that they don't normally see bikes especially like for six or seven months straight so i think once a group of bikers come out i think people just forget that they're just regular people just doing a hobby that they love and then i think they just get freaked out because they're all wearing the same patch on their back and it just looks like a club and that coupled with you know the media sensationalizing um 
and also you know big box office movies that or shows that also show these bike clubs as gangs you know i think it's just like a lot of variables come together coalesce and then it turns into this whole fear-mongering idea of you know what bikers actually are so that's why i'm here you know just to bust that myth let y'all know that they're good people they do a lot of good things and that honestly if you want to know more it's really easy all you have to do is go up and talk to them they're really really friendly um and most of the time they actually love talking about what they do because they take pride in it just like when you put that vest on with that patch on your back like you take pride in that you've earned that so you know it it's one of those things that you you know you 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 really make it a point to talk to people about just because you want them to know um sort of what it takes to be in a club that you know does charity work or helps out a certain segment of the population right so i think it's um it's just a really good thing to know um it's a it's a good way to really distinguish between what's real and what's not um so i think that's one of the reasons why i wanted to talk about it um and be- unfortunately because of covid i really wanted to have a guest speaker on here but because of covid we try we're trying to not obviously be so close to people um otherwise i would have had a current prospect um of a riding club talk about sort of the process and and what it means uh, more in depth but i mean what i told you was very surface level and and that's sort of enough information for you to go on anyways but you know in case you wanted to know sort of more in depth what that process entails um maybe i'll do it sort of in another episode further on in, in case i decide to rehash this series um that would be a good one i think just to talk about exactly what it mean like like what's the life in the day of a rc prospect right i feel like that would be kind of fun um and i'm not sure sort of what what he what he could divulge fully because sometimes also it's sort of what happens in the club sort of stays in the club so you know i can't promise much uh in terms of what he would divulge but i think after covid it, it might be um something that we can explore um if we do decide to reopen this uh series after the uh, course is done so I know a sort of I've I've talked a lot about the process and what it means but if you guys you know have any questions hit me up um in the comment section we can definitely talk about it or if you think I sort of missed something or even if you want to make or draw parallels between you know RCs and other other types of organizations like you know I would love to get into a conversation about that as well because there are a lot of similarities in sort of like nonprofit organizations and RCs like they they basically do the same kind of work so you know there are definitely a lot of different parallels that can be drawn from 
from RCs and like nonprofits and charities and that type of thing. So, you know, if you have any questions or you want to chat more about it, um, or you just want to look in the extra section of the website and, and see what I've linked there in terms of the different um, riding clubs and charity organizations that riding clubs support in Ontario and the GTA, um, you can do that too. And then after, if you've done your research and you still have questions, let me know. You know, I'd love to have this this talk with people because I, I, I actually love enlightening people about this topic just because I'm very much immersed in it. So I see a totally different side than someone who doesn't know much about it. So I think it's just really good to have that conversation and to, you know, open up people's minds and just to get them really thinking about sort of reality versus what you know they're portrayed as by the media so let me know any questions any comments like i'm always here ready to chat so we will catch you on the next episode bye y'all